Hey there, firm owners. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you'll get one actionable lesson each episode to help you quickly grow a scalable, systematic firm that you love. In today's episode, I want to discuss nine big mistakes that I see taking place with accountants running discovery calls with potential clients. In short, a discovery call is a meeting that takes place with a prospect to help unearth how the two parties will work together. The purpose of a discovery call is to not only extract information to determine what your prospective client's needs are, but to also understand your prospect's value drivers. If conducted appropriately, a high quality discovery call will not only help you land the client, but also help you land the client at the highest price possible. But in order to do that, you need to steer clear of nine common mistakes I see taking place in discovery calls. If you make these mistakes, you seriously threaten the deal and or the high price that you might not be able to attach to it. Now, the first mistake I see is that most discovery calls are just too short. If you're trying to maximize your price and move yourself away from being a commodity, you need time to understand your prospects' needs and situation. A 15-minute call is not going to cut it. Very often, these calls end up going over just surface-level details and not getting a deep enough understanding of the problems and pains your client has. The implication of this is twofold. First, you'll always be stuck in the commodity column, meaning you'll be lumped in with all the other firms where you're competing on price. Second, it's hard to properly define your scope with so short of a call, often leading to a scoping issue once the mandate begins. A 45 minute to one hour call is recommended to properly run through the discovery process in order to yield a high price and maximize your chance of closing the deal. The second mistake I see is that many accountants aren't asking the right questions in their discovery calls. Most questions asked centered around understanding the work that needs to be performed and that's it. The problem with this is that we aren't doing anything to build the value of your services. If you're simply asking questions like, how many bank transactions do you have each month? Do you need to file sales tax returns? How many employees do you have, etc.? Then you aren't going deep enough which means that you're likely not maximizing your prices or that you're not converting clients well enough. We need to go beyond just surface level questions and dig deeper into your client's situation. You need to understand your client's challenges, where they're experiencing pain, where they're stuck, etc. This really requires a different level of questioning that goes beyond just the surface. Now, the third common mistake I see in discovery calls is that many aren't getting a good enough understanding of scope before a deal is reached. If you plan to fix price your engagement, which is what I recommend, then you need to know the details of the work you'll be performing. For instance, if you handle the bookkeeping, you need to ask more questions other than just knowing how many transactions a company has. You need to understand how their current bookkeeping workflows work and what the company's ins and outs are in a much more detailed manner. By the end of the discovery process, you should understand exactly what needs to be done, how you plan on doing it, and the approximate time commitments required. If you don't have a clue on how you will attack the work or what the approximate time commitment will be for each of the services being offered, you have likely not gone deep enough in discovery. The fourth discovery call mistake I see is when you spend too much time talking about yourself. The discovery call is about the client, not you. Your goal on this call is to collect information and at the end of the call, give a brief summary of your firm and how you're helping your clients. 
If you understand your value proposition and the problems you're solving for your clients, then you don't need more than five to 10 minutes to talk about yourself and your firm at the end of the call. Spending more time than that is likely just a waste. When it comes to the fifth discovery call mistake, it has to do with not using a sales script. Each sales call should follow the exact same format with the exact same core questions. It doesn't mean that you have to be a robot and it doesn't mean that you can't ask different kinds of questions that aren't on the script. And in fact, you should when it makes sense, but the call should always be back but the call should always be brought back on track to your script and ensure that all your critical questions are asked before the end of it. Even the most experienced salespeople follow a framework and a script to ensure consistent results. Here's another massive mistake, which brings us to the sixth on the list, advising during discovery calls. Your sales call is not the time for providing advice. You're not there to give tips. You're not there to give tax planning advice. You're there to learn about the prospect situation and to try to find out how you will make them better off. Advising is something that you'll get paid for after the discovery call once you have signed an engagement letter. The seventh mistake I see taking place from time to time is when firm owners talk in the weeds too much. Using technical jargon and discussing nitty gritty details of tax planning, budgeting work, or bank reconciliations will get you nowhere in the sales process. In fact, it will probably hurt you more than it helps. Instead, zoom out, think bigger picture, and talk about how you will help the client improve their lives. Talk about solutions, talk about the benefits rather than the nitty gritty details and logistics of how things will work. When it comes to the eighth discovery call mistake, it has to do with your mindset around how you view your services. Your clients and prospective clients are not buying a tax return, they're not buying bookkeeping services or CFO services from you. You might think that's what they're buying, but most of the time they're not. If they're buying tax filing services from you, they're typically buying peace of mind that things will be handled right. If they're buying bookkeeping services from you, they're buying this to reduce the time it takes them and the stress that comes with it. And if they're buying a budget or cash flow forecast from you, they're buying this to help them increase their revenues or profits to a certain point so that they can do X, Y, Z. The deliverable itself is not what they're buying. It's the outcome from the deliverable that they're buying. The reason why so many accountants have a hard time with sales is because they are out there trying to push a commodity in a crowded market. Tax returns, bookkeeping services, CFO services, a million other firms are advertising and talking about these exact same things. But once you dig deeper into your client's needs, you will soon understand that what they are buying is simply a means to get to an end. When you enter into the discovery call, you need to enter with the right mindset of knowing what you're actually selling so that you're asking the right questions and extracting the right information. And lastly, when it comes to the ninth biggest discovery call mistake, it has to do with talking too much. The discovery call is a time to listen, not to talk. The majority of the talking should be done by the prospect. At the same time, you are there to control the conversation. It should not be taken into left field willy-nilly by the client. Let the prospect do the talking, but it's up to you to control the direction of the conversation. Now, if you're looking to master your discovery calls so that you can close more deals and boost your prices, 
I have a specific module in my Future Firm Accelerate online coaching membership. Not only will it give you a step-by-step walkthrough of how to conduct high-quality discovery calls, but I also include a library of my favorite questions that help understand and extract your prospect's value drivers so that you can set higher prices. And on top of that, I also include my preferred word-for-word sales script that you can follow to conduct these calls as well. If you're curious to not only join a community of close to 450 like-minded individuals, but also get coaching and training on the areas required to help you build a scalable, systematic accounting firm, you can get more information by visiting www.futurefirmaccelerate.com. Hopefully you found today's episode helpful and I look forward to seeing you the next time around. Take care.